Today for our first episode, we have Isabel here. She is the founder and creative director of Video Orbit Studio, an Amsterdam-based mixed reality studio focused on social AR and interactive installations. She's one of the top AR creators globally. She's well-recognized within the community. We're so excited to have you uh, for this uh, interview series and podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much. What a nice introduction. <laughs> of course. So before we dive in uh, to our questions, um, what has been your journey been like uh, in, in the AR space and what convinced you to um, pursue AR? Yeah, so um, I, I actually studied interactive design, so it didn't come out of nowhere that I went into AR. Um, though before, um, you know, when I, when I graduated as an interactive designer, um, it was 2014 and AR was not really a thing yet. So I decided to uh, continue, continue my studies in uh, film, film directing. And at the time I graduated, the whole AR platform opened up, the, the, the Facebook platform. And um, yeah, I signed up, I downloaded the software, and there I was, I was completely sold. Um, it's all I've been doing since, it was, I think, uh, August 2019, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So it sounds like you've been, you know, part of um, sort of the Facebook Spark AR community, sort of from the very beginning stages. And now as you've worked with different brands, um, you know, for brands who are interested in AR, what would you say is the value of it and why should they integrate AR into their marketing? Yeah, I think um, AR is a very, very interesting tool for clients, you know, and uh, it really gives the user the ability to tell a story with, you know, an effect. Um, and this is something that is super interesting, you know, for, for brands because they can get a lot of like long engagement with their brand so I think um, I think augmented reality is absolutely a tool that for any brand can be very very interesting, and you definitely see that nowadays as well. You know that many many brands are right now you know jumping on the bandwagon and really wanting to do something with AR, um, which is super nice to see, um, and it's just yeah it's a lot of fun and people really like to use these effects you know uh, on social mostly so yeah and what about creators who you know are interested in this space um you know what are what's some advice that you can give them in terms of uh what's the best way to start learning um you know in terms of where to get inspiration basically how to just get started in this space yeah yeah absolutely um i can imagine that it can be you know quite difficult if you don't really have any background in design. But um, for me, I also, I didn't have a background in coding, for example. And I lit, yeah, I seriously, I learned it very much along the way, as well as 3D design, because before I, I didn't do 3D design before I started making effects. So um, 
yeah, what, what my biggest advice would be is really just to, you know, push through, have a specific goal in mind, uh, a concept that you come up with, come up with, and then start to create that because that's how I feel that I learned the most by having this very specific goal. And then through tutorials, I really learned how to do that and how to create it in a way how I envisioned it, um, starting from scratch, uh, sketch, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's for me always a very effective way of uh, of learning. And, you know, the, the whole platform is still very much, you know, in beta, in development. So I'm learning every day <laughs> still. And, uh, yeah, my biggest advice would really be, like, definitely in the beginning, don't give up and uh, push through with it. Because, uh, yeah, for me, it was the same. I was also stuck for, like, I don't know, a couple of weeks on something that... Looking back now, it would be like, okay, I was stuck on that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's really learning along the way. And uh, yeah. What about when it comes to um, AR filters and itself? What do you think make, what are some aspects that make a good AR filter versus, you know, something that's really amazing in terms of, um, you know, what could maybe even make it go viral, for instance? Yeah, that's a very good question, actually. Um, so there is different types of effects that can work very, very well. Um, there is, you know, some more simple effects like just with colors or just with very simple, you know, beauty makeup. Oftentimes people really want to reuse that because they, they're thinking like, oh, I was looking really good with this effect, you know, so I'm going to reuse it, uh, which always is really good for the numbers of that effect, um, but um, I personally, I oftentimes make effects that are a lot more complex and that have more of like a, a concept behind it. And to me, I really feel like having some kind of a hook to it, something to, to draw the attention is really where you can get um, yeah, a lot of engagement you know, with the effect. So I have one example of, for example, um, I made a, an effect where you have some grapes that are like hanging just above your head. And then as soon as you open your mouth, there's a grape falling in. And I think this is a really interesting interaction because it really sets a kind of mood. And, um, you know, people can really have, you know, play with this, make their own story out of it, you know. And then, um, yeah, that's yeah, that's why I'm I'm really thinking that having some interesting concept behind it can also really help with, um, you know, engagement. Mm-hmm. In terms of, you know, talking about concepts with clients, uh, what are some common misconceptions that you've come across when it comes to brands uh, wanting to integrate AR or um, just around conversations about misconceptions and uh, that may, may or may not be true? Um, so, what I experienced mostly when working with clients is that uh, the platform is so new that oftentimes people really don't know exactly what is possible, um, you know, and also what is allowed because, you know, there's definitely rules. It's social media and uh, some things are definitely forbidden, like doing, you know, um, uh, showing hate or hate messages, for example. So there's definitely also a review process for that. Um, set up and um, this is something that 
oftentimes clients might not be aware of. And um, for me, I really like to to help them with that, you know, and really explain like uh, and together come to with a solution that will fit perfectly for their concept and for their goals. Um, but I can definitely see that slowly, you know, there the 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 whole knowledge about how how it exactly works and how to deploy an effect uh, starts to be there, but very slowly. And uh, I'm always more than happy to to you know to advise and to uh, to assist in any uh, with any questions and uh, yeah, any concerns about if it's even possible or not. So uh, yeah. In terms of sort of pushing the boundaries and having that conversation about what is and what isn't possible um, in the next five years, what do you, where do you see the future of AR going? That's a very big question. <laughs> um, I think it will absolutely be implemented in our lives uh, on a custom base and uh, definitely in way more aspects of life than you can see right now, right now. Um, a lot of it, and what very what AR is very you know well known for right now, it's the the filters and the lenses you know on social media. But I think you know when uh, we start to have wearables, I think it will actually we can create a digital layer on our daily lives, and there will be many new uses uh, that we can um, that we can use it for. So. I think this is super interesting. I, you know, I'm, I'm completely speculating. I don't know exactly how it will work and how it will look, what it will look like. But, you know, I, I'm assuming it might be like an application. For example, if you were walking on the street and you will need to know the way, you don't have to look on your phone because you have like a specific application in your wearable uh, with which you can see the road of where you have to go. So these are, you know, all things that I think will definitely happen um, and might happen sooner rather than later. So <laughs> it's definitely an exciting time with, you know, uh, a lot more momentum, I feel like in these, you know, recent months alone in just the AR space um, as an industry. So it's very exciting to kind of um, hear perspectives, not just from, you know, uh, people who are building sort of the platform uh, with, you know, something like Spark and also from creators who are um, working with clients and kind of uh, figuring out and, and designing and creating these, you know, incredibly engaging and fun uh, filters. Um, so going back to something we talked about earlier, which was about, you know, sort of your journey into uh, with sort of founding a, a studio, um, you know, is this something that you've always wanted to do to have your own studio? Um, and looking back, um, say almost two years ago when you started it, what's a piece of advice that you'd give to yourself? Um, well, I never really thought that I, it would go this quick, honestly. <laughs> um, so two years ago in 2019, when the platform opened up, and I was just graduated from film school. So I was thinking, okay, well, as a filmmaker, it's kind of hard to find a job right off the bat and, you know, be a successful filmmaker. But I did already have a lot of experience in animation and um, design. So firstly, I actually started to work for an agency and it was an advertising agency. And 
we I also did some AR effects there already because I was definitely completely already, you know, I, I went straight into the AR. Um, so during the day I was working at the agency and then in the evening I was really, uh, you know, learning and, and practicing. Um, but then quite soon I realized that, you know, I wanted to go full on the, on the AR and that's what I did. So I actually lost the question that you wanted to ask. <laughs> yeah, you're on the right track. It was about sort of delving into your journey a little bit and also, um, yeah, what advice, you know, if you could tell yourself two um, years ago when you started, what would you tell your younger self? Yeah, I would, well, I, I honestly feel that I'm quite lucky with the whole journey because I accidentally took all the skills um, to be able to create AR um, rather easily. Uh, from that perspective though the big tip I would give myself is definitely like enjoy it and and and, uh, and really go for it and I think I I really did that you know in, in the in the last years I'm definitely planning to keep doing that um, but yeah for me it's uh, it's amazing that I can actually really um, really do what I love and uh, yeah, I feel very lucky for that. In terms of, you know, um, working and doing, you know, working on um, projects and also balancing personal life, um, do you think work life, pers- uh, work and personal life balance is a thing? Um, and how do you juggle all the different priorities with, you know, also time for yourself, friends and family and so on? Yeah, that's a... Uh... That is actually a topic. <laughs> I do work a lot. Um, also, purely because I absolutely love what I do, what I just said before. Um, and I met, you know, I made many, many friends in the community, which is super nice because they absolutely understand, um, you know, my point of view and, and, and the things that I'm talking about. Um, but I think family is absolutely very important to me. So I definitely make sure to make time for my family and, you know, to <clears throat> do some sports, uh, meet up with friends. Though during the week, oftentimes I'm, I'm really working and that's the moment that, you know, I'm, I'm really going for it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, in terms of, you know, what would you say is sort of like, of all the things that you like about what you do, what would you say is like the best thing that you love? Sorry. Uh, Well, I think the community is absolutely a a very, very big part of what I really enjoy, you know, about AR, because it's such a really good and and very big community as well of of like-minded people. And um, so many really creative people are there as well, which is, yeah, it's I'm constantly amazed by what other people make, which is also very motivating for myself. Um, you know, also having made many friends in, you know, from all over the world, um, which is, yeah, that's still mind-boggling to me that it, you know, has become such a big part of my life. Um, you know, not only on, online, but also offline. I have really, really good friends that I see in person. Um here in Amsterdam that we met through the community. So it's, it's kind of funny how much it changed, 
you know, my life and the way the way everything was, you know, before and after. So I think it's just, um, yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of, you know, um, starting the studio, it, it must have, you know, it's always a risk starting a new, um, new, it's a new adventure, as I'd like to call it, um, you know, for those who are sort of aspiring, you know, to have their own companies or to have their own agencies, um, you know, what are, what are some tips that, um, you know, you would give them to kind of um, gauge if it's the right time uh, to make the plunge and um, how to sort of uh, navigate the ambiguity and the uncertainty that comes with uh, having something that's, you know, your own venture. Yeah. Um, so I would say what really helped me was uh, really work on also the organizational part of it. And uh, if you get a client inquiry to really uh, take some time to make uh, a very nice proposal with perhaps a sketch and, you know, written down all the interactivity and uh, because this is the moment that you're really, you know, selling your work uh, to a potential client. Um, but for me, what was really nice is that I, at some point, really made some type of like templates for that so that everything was easier to, um, yeah, to create basically, you know, from the from beginning till the end. Uh, I think the organizational part is really, really important if you're starting, um, you know, by yourself, um, that really, really helped me to be re to really look at like, okay, what is needed, you know, how how am I gonna make sure that everything is efficient, basically. Yeah, in terms of um, you know organizing and balancing priorities, um, what's your approach to um, organizing? You know, different priorities, different projects. Um, following up and you know all the million things that uh, have to be done yeah so I, I keep a lot of um, I definitely keep my uh, calendar I use the Google you know the Google suite and I use uh, the Google calendar is always I try to get it as up-to-date as possible um, and now you know the the, the video call uh, invitations they really work nicely because then you you know it's automatically in your calendar which is super nice um, but also um, to-do lists I do analog to-do lists so with my you know just a piece of paper and a pen and I uh, every morning I make a list and then I try to finish it, it doesn't always finish in that day but um, that's something that helps me a lot but I think for everyone there's like a different way of you know working and um being effective so i think for you know some people also have those lists online but for some reason i really like to have it offline to really be able to you know do a little check mark um always feels when it's finished yes yes absolutely um yeah well it's been it's been really great hearing about you know your perspective on um different questions uh that we discussed today whether it's your journey um and sort of the value of AR for brands, uh, the misconceptions. Um, and, you know, we've definitely covered a lot of ground. So um, thank you for your time. Yes, you're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me.